aspiring leaders, current leaders, and anyone who wishes to increase their leadership skills and improve their career. My name is Gary Davison, and I am the Poobah of the Lodge of Leaders podcast. Each week, we'll do a deep dive into the skills and elements of skill set development to help you reach greater heights and to help you grow those leaders around you. What can you expect from the Lodge of Leaders podcast? It's simple. My name is Gary Davison, and I am a leader with 25 years of leadership experience. In that time, I've grown in excess of 20 leaders to executive level positions in the field of education. I've been a teacher, assistant principal, principal, university faculty member, a board member on many charities, in addition to the roles I've held outside of the field of education. These all give me a very unique perspective that I can bring to helping to grow you and the leaders around you. After you embrace the thoughts, beliefs, and actions of the systems that I've put into place, it's my belief that you will see your own leadership skills improve and thus your career will prosper. You can expect to grow and you can expect to grow those around you if you put the work into your skill set and you're honest with your feedback. Remember, friction makes for growth and we will grow. Welcome Lodge members back to the Lodge of Leaders and we're continuing with our Principal Mentor Series. Uh, this, this is step two in our question and answer series where we get questions from listeners and I do my very best to answer them honestly and openly and, and give you some actionable steps to do. Uh, and sometimes I tell you about my mess ups and um, I will be completely transparent with you. So let's jump right into the questions here. Um, a question from Alex. He asks, how do you handle the balance between your family responsibilities and the high expectations of being a high school principal? Alex, that's an excellent question. Uh, and, and to me, I think that's one of the things that if, if a high school principal is unsuccessful, I think this is one of the very first areas to look at. So I've got five success indicators that have helped me be a high school principal for uh, nearly two decades. And so he, he, here we go. Success indicator number one is make a calendar. And I know that sounds stupid that, you know, we all make calendars, this, that, and the other. But I, I mean, in your calendar, schedule in all of the things that you have, schedule in everything for your family. So it, not that you're trying to schedule them, you're trying to be aware of what they have so that you know if you have a few minutes here or you have a night off here, you know exactly where you're going to be spending that. So on my calendar, I have not only all of my school responsibilities, I have um, any family things that we're going to do as a family. Um, I put in all, we follow the Georgia Bulldogs. So I put in uh, all the football games for Georgia because I know that we're, that time is going to be dedicated to, to just that. So I like to put that in my calendar. Um, I, there's some websites where you can have certain sports teams automatically downloaded to your calendar and things. So I have, um, St. Louis blues and the Atlanta Braves, uh, downloaded to my calendar, but in that calendar, I also have 
all of my wife's tennis matches. I have uh, when my daughter works, uh, those things that we're going to be doing as a family. I put in church each week. Um, I, I put in those things that are going to be those times that we're going to um, you know, be, be dedicating time together. So that's number one. Number two, um, as a high school principal, you cover a lot of events, and you're you're seen at, by students and families and staff at a lot of events. And so, what I do is I ask my administrators to cover them for um, coverage and disciplinary purposes. And so, I take in my calendar. I have every event for every season. And I put them all in there. And so I do drive-bys to many, many events. And so I may have my athletic director at a JV football game. Uh, I may have someone else at a cheerleading um, event. And what I'll do is I'll do drive-bys. And I keep a tally each season on how many times I go to different things. So that way I'm not giving one group um, a lot more attention in their eyes than I do to other groups. So I try to keep it as balanced as possible. Indicator number three is, is as much as you can do these events together as a family. Um, my wife is is all in when it comes to knowing that I have responsibilities, events to go to, and so she enjoys coming to them as well. So it, your partner, it, it really it, it, it is a partnership, and you've got to know that when you have a, a job like a principalship, you know that, that it's a family obligation because your family, whether they're at the events or not, they're giving you up for a short period of time. So be sure that they're all okay with you taking this responsibility and include them in as many of these as you can. That really helps. Success indicator number four is, and this this is really important, I tell all my staff this as well, be dad when you need to be dad. When it's time for me to do something for my daughter, when it's go and do it. Don't shortchange those things. Um, we have other staff members that are at school. We have, we have ways to cover one another, and we can be creative when it comes to these things. So when it's appropriate, go be dad. You know, step away from the school. Let someone handle it for you because sure as anything, if you're not able to give 100% to your own family, how are you expecting 100% from your staff? That's just not a fair trade. And success indicator number five is celebrate as a family the school's successes. You know, when we've won state and national championships, when our band has won, uh, they, they placed eighth in world and percussion and all these things. We celebrate these things as if, you know, we're all a part of it. Your family's there at these events and such. So be sure to celebrate these things as a family. You know, when May hits, um, the season's uh, are very, very uh, difficult for us because we have a lot of spring sports that make it to playoffs. So my family really has to give me up in the month of May. Uh, oftentimes they come see me at events. My daughter is now a student at our school, so that helps an awful lot in that way. Um, another example is graduation each year. My entire family comes to graduation with me and they come there to support me. Um, and they come, they've been to every single graduation that I've, I've held as a principal. 
the walkouts from Alex's question, um, I would say uh, my first advice is make a plan calendar plan look at what you're going to have talk about it with your family i think that's a critical critical thing uh, one thing that i find is vital for me as i wake up early i think waking up early sets the tone for my brain gets me get, gets my mind working faster gets my head working uh, and so everything is in the game at the time and last but not least be consistent with your plan uh, you know, you make a solid plan, well, be consistent with it. I think that's critically, critically important. Um, we've got a second question here. This question comes from Michael. Michael says, how do you handle a disagreement between you and your supervisor? Well, Michael, you have just nailed um, at a time right here where a lot of people get into trouble with this one. So let's, let's go through this one. It's not, it's not the most difficult thing in the world, but boy, it really, um, there's some things to think about, uh, success indicators here. Number one, I, I say seek clarity. Don't seek to be right. Seek to be listening and understanding it clearly, but also seek to be communicating clearly. Oftentimes, disagreements may occur when there is a lack of clarity. So I've always found that seeking clarity can can um, clean a lot of that up. Along the same line, success indicator number two is use similar language. If, uh, if you're in uh, the same business, obviously you will be if this is your boss that you're trying to lead up with. Um, but if they're using jargon that you're not familiar with or you don't use on a daily basis, try and try and use that language. I think that would be very important. Again, it goes back to clarity. Ask your supervisor about the visionary alignment for this. If you think what you're doing is the best, what your perspective is the best perspective on something, you may not see how it aligns with the vision. And maybe you just need to have a better understanding of that. And so asking for how the, how whatever the decision is aligns with the vision. And guys, at the end of the day, your boss is your boss and, and it's your responsibility to follow them. Um, and again, you can, you can express your displeasure. You can say, um, you know, I don't necessarily agree that we should go that direction with this, but, but gee, at the end of the day, you're the boss and I'm going to, my responsibility is to make you look good. Um, I'm going to give you a caveat right here. If your disagreement violates one of your core values, something that you hold dearly to your heart. You got to know whether you're going to be willing to walk over it. If your supervisor is going to ask you to violate something that obviously is unethical or illegal or something like that, that one seems pretty clear. But but let's talk about your core values. And we've done a principal mentor series episode on core values. You can go back and listen to that one to know all about assessing your core values. But if they ask you to to violate one of your core values, is that something you're ready to walk over? So, so be prepared for that. Know your core values. You know, I've got an example about this. Um, a number of years ago, um, I have one opinion over summer reading, uh, students reading um, ahead over the summer to be prepared, um, teachers continuing the learning over summer as much as possible. You know, my community really likes to have 
summer reading and they really want their kids to be academically busy and prepared over the summer for being a better student. Well, our school system did not agree with that. And so, you know, I expressed myself, I sought clarity. I made sure to use similar language as them. Um, I did ask about how it aligned with the vision of the system, and and they were very clear to let me know that there were a couple of areas where they felt that it really was aligned very well. And at the end of the day, I'm not the one who makes policy for the system. So if this is if this is a practice, a policy, a procedure, something even that they're just asking to do, obviously I'm going to follow along with that, and this does not violate a core value of mine. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, I, I did not get the answer I wanted, but, you know, to this day, I'm actually carrying through what they had asked of me. And, and so that's very important to remember. I think the walkout on this is, is very important. Um, Jocko Willink, uh, a, a podcaster and author that I follow and listen to very closely, has a great podcast on what he calls leading up. And so that's something I would say to go listen to. And, and I heard this from Tim Elmore. Um, this quote, I think, really speaks well to it, is speak as if you are right but listen as if you are wrong. That comes from his newest book, The Eight Paradoxes of Leadership. And um, it really struck a chord with me. So in the walkout, I would say those two, a quote, and then and then look up Jocko, I think is really important. But, but again, knowing your core values is a key element here and maintaining a cool head. I think that's critical as well. So, Michael, that was an excellent question. And uh, Alex, I think both of you, Michael and Alex, both of you submitted excellent questions today, and I greatly appreciate it. Lodge members, thanks for listening today to the Lodge of Leaders podcast. If you like today's episode, please leave us a review of the Lodge of Leaders podcast at Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen to us on today. The Lodge of Leaders podcast is now on the socials. You can find us at Twitter or Instagram. While on Twitter, you can find us at Lodge of Leaders. And on Instagram, we are called The Lodge of Leaders. Please reach out to me directly by email. And the email address is questions at lodgeofleaderspodcast.com. Comments and questions will help us to populate our upcoming Q&A episodes. Remember, until we meet again, experience is not the best teacher. Feedback is.